police in the morning. Tommy Heller has been locked away in a mental institution for the past 25 years after committing the Camp Murder Massacre. When his careless orderly lets him escape from the care of Dr. Lewis, he returns to the camp to continue his murder spree. A group of unsuspecting campers led by Cody, Tina, and stoner pals Fred and Jay are stalked by the machete-wielding killer. During this slasher classic, fame-crazed novelist Katie Witt, who will stop at nothing to get her story, shows up at the camp, and Dr. Lewis is hot on Tommy's trail. Can Dr. Lewis get to Katie before Tommy does? There are many questions to be answered in this action-packed, modern-day slasher classic. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Bros. Who review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Well, here we are, the first week for us in April, our spring cleaning month. Normally we watch stuff that we've had sitting around for a while, but Camp Murder, the brand new Mark Polonia-directed film, just came in the mail today, and I was too excited to watch anything but this. So oh, I'm sure at one point you put it down, then picked it up. So it, it counts. So, you know, let's dive right into this shit, shit with so our technical difficulties. Limit. Top and bottom three, brand new from 2021, Camp Murder. You heard what the back of the time-limited release Blu-ray case had to say. Paul, why don't we start with the bottom today? All right. I'm down for this. So, for me... Oh, and again, brand new movie, so spoiler alerts if you have a chance or any way to watch this. I know it was a limited pre-release only. You know, if you have a chance, watch it before listening. In the bottom, number three for me, there was a bit too much downtime between some of the killings. I mean, it's typical of slasher films to have downtime between killings, so I guess it's a bit nitpicky, but it eh, could have spaced them out a little better. Number two, so... Tommy was a fairly straightforward killer. I mean, sticking to the standard stabbing and beheading techniques. You know, low-level slasher stuff. Like, your basics. Like, he was just, you know, slasherized. Doesn't doesn't have any fancy things yet. He knew what genre he was in and didn't try to, try to like, overshadow anybody. It's, it's wanted to blend in. He, he, had, he had first movie experience. Like, he couldn't get anything... He's wanted to get through his first few years of, like, slasher high without, like, making a big scene. Number one. So, there's this whole concept where two of the main characters used to be or are professional wrestlers. But it really has no bearing on the plot whatsoever. It just leads up to one of the characters getting into their wrestling outfit for literally two minutes of the movie. Maybe it was, like, five, but still. There was nothing significant about it, and it really wasn't utilized in any way. Alright, so number three, like Corey said, the wrestling story for the two characters really didn't come into play much. I mean, sure, one of the characters, like, put on her wrestling outfit at the end, and the guy at the very end was like, alright, choo-choo, you know, motherfucker, you know, because I guess that, I, I don't know, he's like death train or like, you know, he, he pain was the, train. The pain train. Somebody was a pain train. She said pain train. I don't know. They were wrestlers, whatever. But it doesn't really affect anything. Like, he doesn't like suplex like fucking Tommy or anything like that. He just kind of falls in the water and like, you know, swims a little bit. But like, you know, it would have been cool if like, you know, he had like WWE meets like fucking Jason Voorhees. That would have been, that would have been a great film. That would have been fact, awesome. I'm going to call, I'm going to email Vince McMahon and tell him that that needs to happen. But like, Dear Vince, buddy old pal, watched your stuff for a long time, so you owe me. 
<laughs> like, our number two. So, I felt like it took a little too long for the murders to really ramp up. Like, you got the murders at the beginning of the movie just to show that, like, this guy's serious. He means business. He'll fucking murder the shit out of you. And then it just seems to take a while for the second murders to happen, and then for things to really ramp up, it felt like it took even longer. Like, this wasn't a very long film, but it just felt very spaced out. Like, the characters would actually go from one place to another, to another, to another. It's like, oh yeah, they're still alive. It's like, it's not like it was bad. There were there were people that were getting killed. <laughs> I, but like, I forgot that characters were still alive at one point in this movie. It, like, cut from some characters back to other characters. I was like, wait, they're still around? Like... Exactly. Maybe that's just me being, like, a terrible, sadistic person, but, like, I, I just want, like, a lot of people getting murdered, like, you know, in a short amount of time. I, I, I love a very high attention span, you know, so, you know, gotta, gotta keep me entertained with all the bloodshed. And number one, so, spoiler alert, apparently Tommy has some kind of supernatural powers and can survive being shot in the head and survive drowning. I'm not really sure why this happened or how this was possible, but I feel like there should have been some kind of explanation or at least hinted at, like, I don't know, like, from what we what we know, he's just, you know, some crazy guy who's locked up for 25 years, I think 25 was the number, but like, yeah, he's just, you know, I'm, he's this crazy guy who's like um, an homage to both Jason uh, Voorhees and Michael Myers. Both of which are supernatural, but, like, there is at least somewhat of an explanation for them. There was like, an explanation for Michael Myers? In that shitty one with the curse and everything. And the other ones, he doesn't actually get shot Wait, in the wasn't head. wasn't that, like, Corey Feldman became the killer or something? No, no, that was in, that was Jason Voorhees. And, like, oh. That was in, that was in the fourth one, and then he <laughs> kills him, and then, like, Tommy, Tommy Jarvis gets replaced with, uh, some other actor, and... It, it, it was weird, and then he gets struck by lightning and shit, and he comes back all, like, badass and pissed off, like, yeah. and, the, and then And then space sperm. Yes. And, and Jason X. It always, it always ends with space sperm. But anyway. Like the end of, yeah, the end goal of everyone. Well, on to the good, the top of this movie. So, for me, number three, there actually was some some very good dialogue in this film that, that had me laughing. Like, I, I very much enjoyed a lot of the lines here. Number two. So, to explain to you what's going on with Tommy Paul, he's obviously some kind of immortal ninja. Obviously. I mean, he just disappears from places and reappears behind characters, ready to murder the fuck out of them. You know, he didn't get shot in the head. It was a piece of wood. You know, he just used, like transportation jutsu or whatever shit you call it he turned into a block of wood that was that wasn't was blood. That, was, that was splinters and you know then he just you know comes out and you know murders people some more like and you know number one pretty much all the characters die you know like paul said maybe i'm a sadistic bastard but it just brings joy to my heart when you know you're in one of these movies and you know 90 percent or more of the characters end up getting murdered Exactly. It is a slasher film, so therefore most of the characters need to get murdered horribly. And you That's know, why we watch it. And every time one gets killed, you know, it's a feel-good moment. You're exactly. like, yay, the killer is achieving their goal. Good for him. So for my top three, number three, the low-budget feel to this movie was a lot of fun. Like, there's a lot of charm to it. You can tell that they were just having a good time, you know. It didn't take itself too seriously, and I, I just enjoy that kind of um, aspect about low-budget films. Number two, 
practical effects were really well done. Most of the deaths were fun to watch and, you know, yeah, kept me um, entertained. Number one. This movie pays homage to a lot of classic slasher films, like we mentioned, like Friday the 13th and the Halloween series, but it was, it didn't really have a lot of its own uniqueness, but, you know, it was still nice to see. It was nice to, like, see a film keeping that kind of old genre that I really like um, alive, like, really paying tribute to it. We both mentioned the dialogue a little bit of this film, so let's give ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. Paul, you can go ahead and get us started off. All right. Hey, hillbilly, what's your problem? I need you to communicate with me. Tonight, when everyone is sleeping, I'm going to sneak into your room and beat your ass with a bar of soap and a sock. Come on, you big bitch in a Jason wannabe mask. I'm going to give you one of my famous horse cock sandwiches. Choo-choo, motherfucker. Here comes the train. You mean old bastard. You want me to kill a mental patient? I just don't like him touching you with his creepy little hands. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10. 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you get... Do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 3 out of 10. I gave it a 3 out of 10 as well. So, by no means a perfect film, Camp Murder is actually a wonderful romp through the world of B-movie slashers. There are tropes and homages to many famous and infamous slashers used throughout the movie that just make it a joy to watch. Sure, you know, everything about this movie reeks of low budget, but that's where a lot of the charm lies. That, some fun dialogue... Make this a rather enjoyable film that I hope other people will have a chance to find and watch someday. So at this point, slasher films are a mostly dead genre. Like westerns and zombie films before it, this beloved genre had its day, but mostly faded away. However, in the world of low-budget films, the slasher is still alive and well, butchering innocent people and spreading fear and terror wherever he goes. Camp Murder is one of these films that keeps the spirit of the slasher alive, with its low-budget charm, practical effects, and story that seems like an afterthought for the most part. As far as originality was concerned, there really mu wasn't much of that in this film, but in some ways, it was better off that way. Camp Murder is a callback to a fun, more simpler era, era of filmmaking that I think we can all use, use a bit more of in these crazy times. Well, if you ever get a chance to see this movie, we always have these ways, and here are your ways to drink away this flick, drink away this flick, so come on and grab your drink, let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drink games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone opens a beer, take a drink. Number two, every time some the doctor introduces himself to someone else, take a drink. Number three, whenever Tommy is just traipsing through the woods, take a drink. Number four. Anytime something sexual is said, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's spring cleaning month, whenever something looks like it needs cleaned, take a drink. Every time a, a character narrates to themselves, take a drink. Every time someone has a gun and doesn't use it, take a drink. Every time wrestling is mentioned, take a drink. And every time a scene involves drugs, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the slick. 
If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us bmoviebros gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com, that's bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all of the content, including reviews, interviews, and chats from our website bmoviebros.com, where new shows each week. Want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon account. It's links right below. Well... It's the end of our first week of spring cleaning month, so in the first place is Camp Murder from this year, 2021. Crazy, I've got the same one in the same ranking. Well, let's see how it holds up, as next week we're going to take a look at an infamous film, Titanic, the animated musical. Oh no. I don't know what year it's from, I don't really give a shit, and the box art I have is all in Spanish, so... Who knows what the fuck we're in for? Time to pull out my Spanish-English dictionary again. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Yeah, we... <laughs>